0: We've had an amazing summer, and now we're back. It's your favorite two people in Morgantown. It's Tanner Labert here and Mr. Luke Blaine. Yes, sir. On Mountaineer Sports Insider, brought to you by West Virginia Student Media. Uh, one of our favorite things we do. And Mr. Blaine, I mean, just how was the summer? Uh, you did a lot over. The oh, floor. it
1: was it was uneventful from a new sports news standpoint. I guess. Oh, was, into- <laughs> was it really? The summer was uneventful here in Morgantown. Oh. Uh, I wasn't here in Morgantown. No, I was. Uh, I was back home in Parkersburg. I uh, had a great summer. Did a couple weeks of counseling at church camp. I went to Panama with uh, for with a mission group with Score International and we did uh, like a basketball mission trip. So it was really okay. cool. They did like uh, So you taught kids basketball. I didn't because, do that. Uh, other listen, people did when that. When
0: we played U92, the 92ers. Yeah. I would not have picked you to go down and <laughs> teach people to play <laughs>
1: basketball. It, listen, I I showed them how to run up and down the court two times. And, and then you tapped out yeah <laughs> <laughs> and, and and that's exactly <laughs> uh no i i did i will say i have i have a story from panama oh okay. I, I was okay we did uh coaches clinics so my dad is one of the coaches they right, brought because right. they had a bunch of coaches from the area come showed them the their coaching philosophy offense defense stuff like okay. that dad got done and he gave this whole thing about like you know, let kids do what they want to do, because I did basketball for a while. My dad's been a good basketball coach for a long time. And I he brought me up there because like after my freshman year, I decided I didn't want to do basketball anymore. Mm -hmm. And he went and I wanted to focus on tennis. Right. And my dad and my dad was totally fine with that. And I'm so thankful for my support from both of my parents in that. And he just talked about that. And I'm looking at my buddy Carter, who was one of our players that we brought. Mm-hmm. Like, our, our guys played against the Panama Junior National Team, okay. like 17 so and under. Killed? No, we won. No way. Yeah. It was like seven high school players, That's and sweet. we won. That's yeah, sweet. And uh, we – so I'm looking at my buddy Carter, and my dad wraps up just talking about how much, you know, loves me and stuff like that. Let, mm-hmm. them, let your kids do what they want to do, or else they'll hate what you force them to do. Okay. And then I look at my buddy Carter at a ball, and I was like, hey, Carter, give me that ball. Oh, no. And he passed me the ball top of the top of the key three pointer drilled it oh, it wow. was the most gorgeous shot you've ever seen in oh, your life really. and the place erupted oh, wow. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not and that is not an exaggeration it was fantastic but it was a really fun trip and i uh, got a lot of experience doing photo video with that so that That's was a cool. lot of fun good but yeah i did i did miss a lot of our basketball news yeah. uh, because of uh, the church camp i was at yeah
0: that was not fun yeah no. uh it sucks yeah. you know how much i love How much I love Coach Huggins. Yeah. And for me, that was uh, some very sad time. I'm still not over it. I'll probably never get over it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's one of the main reasons I fell in love with West Virginia. And it's just a sad, sad story, right? Uh, Mm -hmm. You know, luckily nobody gets hurt and that sort of thing. But, um, yeah, a lot of stuff happened over the summer. Uh, My summer was pretty busy, as you know. You know, I go home, I run that pool, run the swim team, let's go.
1: Yeah. You all won championship, so didn't you? Y- well look at you, steal my thunder. Oh, I'm so sorry.
0: No, it's all right. I, I did, yeah. So I have been uh, part of this swim team since I was four years old. 16 summers I've tried to win this damn title. Mm-hmm. I've been the head coach for, I don't know, four or five years now. I've coached him since I was 14, 15, something like that. And it was my little brother's last season of eligibility, too. So he swam there since he was four. He has every record at the pool, you know, broke all of mine because that's what little brothers do <laughs> and that sort of thing. And, you know, he, he's, he's a really, really good swimmer. And so I had the biggest team I ever had. I had 150, 50 more than I had last year. It was a mess at the beginning. I was way, way overworked. I didn't know what to do. I was having 70 kids in six lanes. You know, that's th- none of that is safe. None of it's fun. It, 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 it doesn't work well. Um, a- and so, yeah, we're progressing along. We win the first meet. When the second meet, third meet's the big one, right, rivalry week. We're able to get that one done, and then the fourth week we also win. That was against the team that won last year. So that felt really, really good, and it gave me some hope going into champs. And uh, you know that I like Diet Coke, Mm -hmm. right? D.C. is the lifeblood of the tan.
1: I'm surprised I see you with a, was that a green tea? Yes, so, see, I've had to, I
0: had to have a come to Jesus talk (laughs) with myself because I'm sitting there at prelims. Okay, so prelims, uh, two two sessions, ten and under, and then ten and over swim. Yeah, ages four to eighteen. And uh, during the five and a half hours of prelims, I drank a two liter plus an eighteen ounce of bottle of, of diet coke. That's insane. And uh, well, I mean, come on, I put yeah. it down like it was nothing. Right. Yeah. Oh, and uh, yeah. So then after that, I said, "Good God, you have a problem." <laughs> but I didn't stop, <laughs> and I kept going. And then I finally was like, "All right, we've we've got to we've got to rein this yeah. in here a little bit." And so. I went, at first I was like, okay, I did a day. And then I did two days. And then, you know, it was, yeah. like, it was like I just quit. You know, it's an addiction. Diet uh-huh. Coke's one of the most addictive things you can have. It's got that saccharin in it. Saccharin's yeah. been proven to be more addictive than cocaine. So I'm very proud of myself. I'm pretty pretty much out of the weeds on that. Uh, and I lost like five pounds in a week. It's just, <laughs> was, and it's just liquid Diet Coke. Oh, in man. Me, man. That's crazy. Yeah, but uh, so then the second day at finals, we had some disqualifications and stuff. And I thought we had no shot with the kids that were uh, 10 and over 10 and unders. it was going to be tough and it, it's crazy. Right. So we finished the meet and then it's like a half hour for them to compile all the results and everything. And I got all of my team that was there. They stayed because they knew how important this was to me. But, you know, they want to win too. Like mm-hmm. I really stressed them. I said, you know, I graduate college. This might be it for me. I would love to be here for a long, long time. I don't plan on leaving, but if I'm not here, I'm not here. So, you know, this could be it for me. And um, so it's like 30 minutes. We're sitting there. We're on these bleachers, right? It's like the sun's going down, all that stuff. And I got kids doing like Fortnite dances trying to keep (laughs) people entertained. I was so stressed I went up and I did one There's a (laughs) video of it somewhere. I can't find it or I'd show you. Uh, Yeah, it was bad. And so then they go, okay, and they announced the JV, and we won. And I just was like, oh, my God, we finally did it, right? I finally have done this. 16 summers we've been trying to win this title. And then they go, but wait, there's more in the – we won both. We yeah. swept. We went undefeated. I got picked up and thrown into the pool. It's my <laughs> new Twitter profile picture and all my clothes, everything. It was the single happiest moment of my life. I was there. My little brother, he picks me up. He hugs me. I Oh, my God, it was a great summer, Luke Blaine. That's awesome. I tell you what, it was – it was really, really special. Oh, that sounds amazing. It was it was awesome. I mean, even now I got chills. When when you yeah. come over to my apartment, I've got a poster for you to see. Oh yeah. We did the banquet and they printed a five foot tall cutout of me holding the two trophies and had all the <laughs> kids sign it. And so that <laughs> is, is it, it like a cardboard cutout? That's yeah, it's <laughs> it's perfect. I know. So it's in the apartment and uh, Brian Brian gets scared of it. <laughs> I, I like i like hold it at him you know the big mac brian McQuillan friend of the program U 92 or that's funny oh, oh yeah my so that that's sitting there in the apartment he's got to look at that every day <laughs> and you know now they try to you know talk stuff to me and all that and i'm like listen you know both of their parents were like you know we trust tanner to be in charge of you all year they start calling me the colonel during move-in weekend when we we're all together because like you know you're yeah. going to class you're not skipping class all right oh we're, yeah we're here to we're here to learn, and. Uh, then they started. I said, Listen, I'm a championship winning coach now, boys. You're going to listen to me, okay? And I loved it too. When I had the, I posted it on the Instagram and that stuff. And uh, Sean Tansky, friend of the oh, program, yeah. he goes, Well, we got a championship winning coach this year for intramurals. Let's go. Dude, we're going to go that, win. It. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, it starts now. It starts you know? now. It's it, 3v3 league in the fall. Let's go. Oh, yeah. You might be on the B team, but that's all right. <laughs> we, we got it. We got Wait, a nice they, they, a team. Wait, they, they, they do 3v3? Yeah, so we have 3v3. Yeah. So we're going to, I think the A-team is going to be Mohe, McQuellen, and Mounts. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? And then we'll have two on the bench. Maybe. Maybe you. Maybe. That shot. Maybe. That shot from Panama heard around the world is real. I might have to do some investigation no, I'm sorry. On there's, no, there's no video I, of it. I, I might I will, have to make will, some
1: calls. I will give you testimonials. These guys, <laughs> like they talk about, there is one guy who word for word said, that's how I know God is real. And it was like (laughs) it was like it was too perfect. That's awesome.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. So I mean, I'm gonna have to figure out if that's true. If that's true, we might we might be able to squeeze you in the lineup. Okay.
1: Listen, man. I've been. I'm. I'm gonna get back in the gym. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not feeling that 0 and 3. Where are you at right now, huh? What do you mean? Where where we at?
0: We did two sprints up and down a court and you had to tap out. Where are we at right now? 195. I'll have
1: to try again. (laughs) I haven't. The sprinting is. It hasn't been there in a while.
0: Oh, man. All right. Well, let's get into this. Okay. That was a fun little catch up with everybody. But we are back. It's the Mountaineer Sports Insider. About nine and a half minutes of some banter there. That's good. 15 days away. 15 days from now, Luke and I will be in Happy Valley. He will be working. I have it off. I will be there as a fan, which I don't often get to do. And with this being my senior year, I'm very excited. I'm going to try to do more student things. But you know, I can't. I can't stay out of that press box. Oh, I got to yeah. sit up there next to you. You got know, to. the DC up there tastes pretty darn good. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. But 15 days away, national television, NBC, 7:30 p.m. kick in Happy Valley. Your West Virginia Mountaineers will be taking on the Nindy Lions. It's Neil Brown and James Franklin. It's going to be two teams with brand new quarterbacks, and I feel like the hype on campus is real. You know, you were mm-hmm. telling me that. You know, we're not going to really talk about what's going on. That that doesn't have anything to do with the sports here at West Virginia. But campus is united right now, and if we can have a winner on the field, things are really going to be going well. Okay, Because let me tell you, this schedule for West Virginia, you've got some great games. Yeah. And I think you've got games that they're going to have chances to win. As was at practice this morning. Garrett Green looks great. Nico looked great. We were still waiting on the starter. I think it will be Green. Yeah. If it is, I think he's going to be somebody that they can really utilize. He can mm-hmm. do a lot of things. Obviously, the legs are in play there. You've got C.J. Donaldson, who's going to be healthy. He really just started playing running back last year, like during the season, yeah. and then he got banged up and stuff. But I think he's going to be ready to go. You've got Cole Taylor coming in to play tight end. You're going to have one of the best offensive lines in the country. right? I don't think the offense is really going to be the problem, which is mm-hmm. an exciting thing. right? Brown's an offensive guy. He knows yeah. what he's doing. We've got Chad Scott in here now to run this offense. It's not going to be an air raid offense like last season. I think some of the questions are going to be with the defense. But I think that they have opportunities to create change, right? I I think that they're going to be better than what they were last year. And so all that being said, I think this team's got a chance to do something great, right? So when you go back to last year, the start of the season ended, right? If you don't have a rocky start like you did last year, you could win some games and you can make a bowl game. And I think that that's what people want to see. I don't know if people really have expectations for this team because it's going to be so different. But it, if they go into Happy Valley and they play well, I, I'm you know, and you know, they lose a close game or something, or if they win, that would be obviously just insane. Uh, Penn State's going to be a top seven team in the country. Um, there's an opportunity there to at least get some eyeballs on this program, right? Mm-hmm. For so, sure, and I mean.
1: I think that they have a real opportunity to actually establish an identity on offense, which I think is more than what we can say for past years. It really just feels like you didn't know what to expect from the offense on a week to week basis. I think that with Chad Scott being the OC, I think they have an opportunity to utilize the run game in a way that nobody in college is really doing right now. A really run first football team but getting using the run in creative ways, you know. Not like a Tennessee Titans run Derrick Henry up the middle every time, right. but you have speed guys, you have power guys mm-hmm. and you know, this wide receiver core not many people are talking about the wide receiver court, but it is something that I think that fans well, who, who should be was excited it about. Day? Was
0: it Bram that tweeted out that this year's is way better than last year's? It was so one, of them. one of
1: the guys in the I press f- conference. Y- you figure out who it is. Yes, but I will uh, look at that right now. That
0: was an interesting quote. I think there's belief in the locker room. And the locker room is together. You know how badly I want Neil Brown to succeed. Oh, I yeah. have faith in him still, and I know that there's people that who do not. But. College coaching is so different than any other, you know, profession, way different than any, these guys are working 50 weeks of the year, maybe 51. Right. You, mm-hmm. you have no time. You've got to constantly be recruiting with the transfer portal now, NIL, all of these things. This is not what, you know, it was 20 years ago. Right. It's so much different now. You're not just worrying about the players in the locker room. You have to worry about who you can who else you can add and who else you need to keep here that has offers to go elsewhere and that sort of thing. It's just so different now. But I feel like there's belief in the locker room. The morale is very high. They've got an opportunity week one at Happy Valley. We're going to go through the schedule today and give you some of our predictions for it. Mm -hmm. Again, I think the schedule has a lot of opportunity in it. Uh, Gordon Gee always says, "You know, we schedule one of the hardest schedules in America." He's definitely right this he year. Said, once he said again. that today. He, he said, said that, that, that today to you. Yeah. So Gordon Gee was at the Daily Athenaeum this morning, yes, uh, and, and having a conversation with the DA. So make sure you go to the DA online. I'm sure stories will be going out all weekend about the conversations with President Gee amid what's going on here on campus. But you talked to him about sports a little bit too, mm-hmm. and he had some things to say about Neil Brown, if I'm not mistaken. Um. Actually, not really. Not really? Uh, okay. A lot
1: of our questions mainly pertain to the Huggins situation. Okay, okay. There's yeah, we
0: didn't really get a chance part. to you know, talk before this, so yeah. uh, I apologize for that. But, um, you know, Gee likes Brown, I think. And yeah. if we're being really, really, really just completely honest right here, Ren Baker does not want to go through another coaching search. This poor guy, man. He took the job in December, and he's had to replace a women's basketball coach, a men's basketball coach. Things are crazy for him right now amid all of the conference realignment and all of these other things that are going on.
1: Okay. However. Uh, okay, yeah, that wide
0: receiver, fairly certain it was Cortez Brown. That's what I thought. Okay, yes. so Cortez yeah. Bram said it. I think he's got a chance to be very good. Oh, yeah. um, and, and then, you know, you've got, you've got a lot of other guys. Devin coming.
1: Carter. That is a big man. Oh yeah, I Oh saw my him today. gosh, he he is he's he, a huge, he's huge. He's huge. And that's something that Neil Brown also mentioned is that they're so diverse. Like right. you have Devin Carter, who's just your size guy. Rodney Gallagher's coming up. He can be speed. Rodney he, Gallagher's going to be an
0: interesting player yeah. that I think they're going to find ways to utilize.
1: He also said he's blocking really well. And uh, EJ Horton, speed guy out of Marshall. There's nobody's talking about the wide receivers. And, of course, you know, you're losing Sam James, Bryce Ford, Wheaton, yeah. and those guys. But I think that they can really bounce back on offense this year.
0: I, I do, too. Um, I, I think that they've got a chance to do a lot of things. And I, I liked what you said earlier. Establishing an identity for this team is going to be something I think that they can do. Uh, I, I think that it's something that you're right, that they really weren't able to do last season or the mm-hmm. season. he was just a weird situation. Yeah. Just inconsistent. I think they've got a chance to establish a consistent offense that is going to have that identity. I I really, really like that, uh, the way you said that. I I think that that's something they can do. They've got some tight ends, too. You know, I mentioned uh, Cole Taylor coming in. 6'7", 250. This guy's huge. He's coming from LSU. You know, he played in the SEC last year for Brian Kelly. Uh, If you remember, it wasn't last season. I think it was the season before. There was a Florida LSU game where a player threw a shoe 25 yards. Is that him? That was Cole Taylor's shoe. So, <laughs> that, you know, you might know him from that. But, yeah, the receiving core. I mean, Jeremiah Aaron, we saw him a, a little bit last season. I think he, he has a chance to do some things. Rodney Gallagher, obviously the true freshman from Uniontown, PA. You know, he was a guy that Brown really went after and wanted to get in here, one of the highest recruits that Brown's ever brought in. I think he's got a chance to be special. Cortez Bram, 6'2", 200 pounds. He's a senior. He's been in the program for a while. He's going to be a guy they have to rely on. And then outside of that, you're right. There's a lot of new guys, and I, I think that you know, they have to come together. But there's, there's opportunity here, and, and I think they're going to believe in their quarterback. You've got guys with size, though, too. C.J. Cole, 6'4", 207, redshirt sophomore, uh, big wide receiver there uh, for, for him. And, and Davis Mallinger <coughs> is playing wide receiver as well. So, you know, this team, it, it, it has opportunity. It's a young team that has belief in, in their head coach, which I think is important. When we look at the schedule again, week one, Penn State and Happy Valley. Penn State is favored by quite a bit. It's not going to be an easy task. I do not expect them to go in there and win. Yeah. I want to see, though, how they perform in a situation like that. I cannot remember a game under Neil Brown that was like this. You're going in to Happy Valley in a night game, one of the toughest environments in the country. Primetime, national television, all of it on NBC. Penn State's a good football team. Oh, yeah. They've been consistent under James Franklin, other than the fact that he can't beat Ryan Day or Jim Harbaugh. But they're always you know, in, in the top 25 and that sort of thing. They're a successful program. West Virginia's got a chance to go in there and play well. I was talking to Tanner Mounts this morning. He said that he thinks the first half will be very tight. And then we'll see what happens. I, I think that that's probably a fair thing. Yeah. Because, you know, there's not much tape on this West Virginia team. There's not much tape on this Penn State team. Both guys, again, or both teams rather going to have new guys playing quarterback. I expect it to be Garrett Green against Drew Aller. Aller is a kid from Ohio that Franklin uh, got to get away from Ohio State. He's a five-star. He's supposed to be a, a just fabulous player for the Nindy Lions. But, you know, sometimes in the first game, things don't go your way. And yeah. so, you know... Garrett Green is more experienced than Drew Aller is. We saw what Garrett Green did against Oklahoma last year. If he can go in and light it up like that, I think there is a chance for West Virginia. It, you know, some of the uh, fans on Twitter that are very vocal all believe in the Mountaineers. Um, to but we view it by at least two touchdowns. Right. Right. That's right. Um, <laughs> so I, I, I think that you know, this is where they just have to show the country that they are here to play this season. That's what I want to see in this game. I want to see West Virginia have belief, go in there and play this Nindy Lion team tough. If -hmm. they win, great. If they don't, but they play well, I will still be happy with it. I don't want them to go in there and it be like what happened down in Lubbock last year or in Austin last year against Texas or Texas (laughs) Tech. If that's what happens, that's going to really bring, you know, the belief in the locker room potentially, but definitely outside the locker room down on what this season could be. So... I think that they start zero and one because Penn State's just going to be tough. They've got, they, you know, they have more talent on their roster, right? They, they constantly are recruiting in the top fifteen in the country. Yeah. So what's that, the uh, what's the spread? I think it's twenty four. No, the they'll cover. I, I think they'll cover. You think West Virginia covers? Yeah, yeah I, I, I think for sure. I think if they keep it within, you know, ten or two touchdowns, yeah, fourteen to ten points. I think that that means they have played a, a, a good game, and if they win it, great. If it's closer, even better. Yeah. Right. So, you know, if you come away thinking, gosh, they had it and they lost it, I think that that still shows you that they're ready to go this season. Mm -hmm. Uh, But a tough game week one in Happy Valley. Then that's followed up by Duquesne at home, 6 p.m. kick. uh, And what's, you know, a lower-level opponent, you know, there's always one of those on every team's schedule. Uh, That game will be on U92, by the way, which is pretty sweet. Yeah, pretty sweet. Uh, So 6 p.m. kick there. So West Virginia starts with three straight night games, you know, the elephant in the room, we haven't addressed it yet, but week three. Mm. Week three on campus. It doesn't matter if this team's 0-2. It doesn't <laughs> oh, matter yeah. this if is, this, this is 2-1. Th- well, if, the, if they're 1-1, and 1, it does not matter their record. You're not going to be able to walk on campus that day. Oh, yeah. Let alone drive. Get out of here. Yeah. It is going to be wild. Game day is probably going to be here. Uh, it It is the night game on ABC, so it will be across the country once again. So. Two out of your first three games are on network stations, NBC and ABC. You will be in front of the country. Millions of people will have eyes on you. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, last year was the Backyard Brawl, and they did it on Thursday and all that. It wasn't great. But people started talking about West Virginia football. Oh, yeah. That is what this is going to be. If you have McAfee come back to campus <laughs> week <laughs> three for Pitt, it's. It, I can't believe they put the game at night. You're, I, you're, I, you're, I, you're, it, you're it, making me so excited. It's right going to be bad. You're getting you're getting
1: my blood flowing, I mean, man. It,
0: it's gonna be wild, Luke. Yeah, it, it, there's no way. It, it is such an opportunity to rein the fans back in and get them going. Yes. Let's go, man! It's going to be wild. Um, I I, it's I tell, strike the stadium game. I never yeah. understand those. I'm not gonna lie to you. Really? I don't think uh, does it work. Usually, yeah. Yeah, okay. I think so. I don't. I guess when you're in it though, you can't really tell. Yeah.
1: I mean, I think they say something on your ticket, like yeah, where this it, color. No,
0: the, it definitely. I think it's like the odds are blue and the evens are gold. Yeah, um, yeah, something like that. But it's tough when you sit in the press box and look at it because I remember last. I think they did it for the uh, Baylor game because mm-hmm. the Mountaineers are always or the Mountaineer maniacs are always just all gold. So then that's like half of that section on the yeah. left, and it does, it kind of messes up the flow in yeah. my opinion. But that's obviously because those are you know free seats and. You just kind of get there as a student. You don't really select beforehand.
1: I I tell people all the time, this pit game is going to be the make-or-break game for the season. I think so. I think that— It was last year,
0: right? Oh, it was. The way they lost it last year destroyed them, and then they followed up with the loss in double overtime to can't Like, it was just—they got off to a rocky start and couldn't get their feet back under them, right? And it's going
1: to be that for the fans, too. I think that a lot—a lot of this season and Neil Brown's success, I believe— rides on this pit game, which I personally believe the Mountaineers are going to win. I think so. I think if, if there's another situation where it's like fourth and one across, (laughs) (laughs) across the 50, I firmly believe that Neil Brown has learned his lesson and it's going to go for it. That Um, ball will be in CJ Donaldson's hands. If, if that situation
0: arises, that place will get so loud. (laughs) It will be insane. Uh, I I think that they do win this pit game. So they yes. they should be 2 and 1 at this point. Um, yes, which which is a good start. That's where they need to be. Uh then they follow it up with Texas Tech at home in the Gold Rush on September 23rd. Uh, 2 9 on the time for that game. Uh this is the team that killed them last year. Mm-hmm. Texas Tech just destroyed them down in Lubbock. It was it was terrible. Um and so, you know, I'm sure that they're going to look at that and say, "Well, we can't have that happen again." And use that kind of as some motivation for him. Uh, Charles Wesley Gordon, you know that guy, the country singer? Uh, Heard the name. Okay, so he was at practice, I want to say, last week. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and he, he gave a speech to the team. You know, all, all of these teams, they bring guys in to you know, try to give them speeches, give them hyped up. Mm-hmm. And he talked about how his band got a 2 o'clock show in a big country lineup and they felt disrespected that they weren't later. Because mm-hmm. they felt they were better than some of the other bands that were gonna be playing after them. So he said that for, you know, two years, him and his band, they'd always say two, 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 to remind them that, hey, we're better than this, all of that stuff. So in his speech he goes, You're picked fourteenth. All you gotta say to each other before the game is fourteen. Mm, yeah. uh, fourteen. And that that's that's motivation right there. That game in Texas Tech last year ended forty eight to ten, uh, with West Virginia on the losing end of it. It was a big struggle for them. And Texas Tech's a team they kind of go back and forth with, I feel like, sometimes. But, you know, this is a game that it, it's going to be interesting, right? It's your first Big 12 matchup of the season. It, it starts conference play, all of that stuff. So you've got to be ready to go get juiced up and all of that. Uh, I, I think it's a game that's a kind of a toss-up. They could win it or lose it. I think coming off the high of beating Pitt at that point puts you at 3-1, and one, hopefully. Yep. Uh, if not, you're at 2-2. Two and two. Okay, you can... Try to work with that when you go play TCU the following weekend down at Texas Christian in Fort Worth. I think you look at the schedule. Yeah,
1: you see a lot of games where they can go in with a chip on their shoulder. Uh, yes, yes. Texas Tech just got walloped by them last year. Yep. TCU. That was the game that knocked. That was the game that knocked them out of bowl eligibility.
0: Correct. Right. It, it, last year against TCU. They had a chance to win that game. Yeah. They were in it the whole way, and it fell apart at the end like it did so many other times Yeah, last season. And so, you know, that's that's part of that consistency that we were talking about earlier, stuff that can't happen this year. Mm-hmm. And, and you hope that they learn from those mistakes of last year. Um, so, I, you know, that that game for me, I, Texas Tech, I, I don't know what they're going to be this year, you know. Yeah. Um, they're they're a team that's, you know, always kind of in the middle. Yeah. Um, they're just they're just weird. I I I, mm-hmm. I don't know. I I don't like dislike Texas Tech. I don't you know. I yeah. don't really have any strong feelings. Uh, they uh, are about the, the Red Raiders.
1: That's the school. Oh yeah, they're they're always the ones. Like John Denver went to Texas Tech,
0: right? right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean that's annoying. Yeah, but um, <laughs> whatever. You know, uh, good Lord, you're right. That that does make me mad. Okay, I take that back. Lubbock, Texas. Mad. Yeah. What, what, what was that?
1: <laughs> it's uh, country roads, but. Uh, uh oh, talking about oh. yeah if oh. he yeah he, he never wrote a song about Texas not, that not to I my knowledge know of
0: no. most country
1: song, mo- most country writers do do they
0: I feel like it Yeah, you know, I saw George Strait this summer yeah it was fantastic that dude is awesome um I'm trying I'm sorry I didn't have this ready but I'm pulling up the preseason poll cuz I want to see where Texas Tech was rated just to get an idea um, remember that Texas and Oklahoma are in this uh, conference for one more year. So Texas Tech's ranked fourth. They had four first-place votes. They're going to be a team that is good, and you know that's going to be what it is. So West Virginia, they just need to show up. That's a game you're right. They're going to have a chip on their shoulder. They're going to want to win it. But it'll be tough. But you get them at home. It'll be interesting. I wonder what the timing of that's going to be. There's no way they give West Virginia four night games to start. So mm-hmm. it'll probably be you know one of those like three thirty kicks or something like that, but I'm interested to see what happens there. I I, I think that that's probably a loss. So now you're at two and two, uh, followed up by TCU. TCU this year. I- Wait, I thought you said, I thought you said they're gonna beat Texas Tech. I, I'm changing my mind. Oh, okay. I, I, I don't. I don't know. I think that that one is going to be kind of a wake up call once again, you know, the mm-hmm. high of pit and all of that. But if they win it great again, I, I think that this team's got a lot of opportunities this year, but that's a team that they got killed by last season. And then that can't happen again. So I want to see what their response to that is. And, and if they're going to be better and, and ready to go, uh, I, I hope so. But, you know, again, I, I don't know. We got to see what these teams are going to be like earlier on in the season. We don't know what it's going to look like. Um, I think I fixed my mic. I was talking a little quiet. Hopefully, it comes through. But uh, I, I think I got it louder now. Uh, so that Texas Tech game. What, what what do you think? You think they win that game?
1: I mm, I think that the chip on their shoulder approach to this season will do them a lot of good. And you have yeah, but like, they're not.
0: You can't win every game.
1: Yeah, I know. But I th- I see four games in a row. Where they can come in and be like yeah. something to prove here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have Pitt, Texas Tech, T C U in Houston, <clears throat> and you're gonna have an old reuniting with Dana Holgerson. Well
0: that that game that game they're not gonna lose. I have no doubt in my mind about Absolutely. that. Absolutely. So that's like So I, I could you know,
1: see I could uh, see them dropping Texas Tech mainly because I do see them beating TCU.
0: So I have them going seven and five. You think so? Okay. I think seven and five is W- would be what I hope happens. Yeah, if it's better, great. If it's six and six, okay, and you make a bowl game, you win it. All right, great. But I think seven and five is in play. So you got to You got to assign five losses. So you have yeah. two losses in the first four games. I think that game at TCU is going to be really tough as well. Uh, but that's a team that you know lost a lot of talent. Obviously, they made the college football playoff last year, but I that was you know kind of fluky. One, one, you know, lightning in a bottle sort of thing. Max yeah. Duggan was awesome, but you know, he's not going to be there. So that TCU game, I think, is one where they kind of rebound and uh, win that one. I think they win at Houston. So they travel to Texas two weeks in a row. But the thing is, both of those places are very easy to get to from Pittsburgh, which will help. And obviously they charter, so it's not really a big deal. But the travel there is going to be the same two weeks in a row. Don't forget, though, they have the a semi buy kind of deal in between those games, right? They play September thirtieth on a mm-hmm. Saturday, and then they play Houston the next Thursday. Yeah. So it, it's not like they play five days after they play like twelve days after. So that they they get a break there, and then they have another buy after Houston. So that'll that'll be sweet for them. That'll give them a little bit of rest, get their composure back underneath them. I think they beat Houston, so that puts them at three and two right one, two. Four and two? Four and two. I I just went
1: through and did a little mental thing. I got him eight and four. All
0: right, eight and four. Wow.
1: I think so. I hope so. Yeah.
0: All I want is success for this team. I have no ill will towards them or anything like that. I think Neil Brown can be a successful coach here. I think he's on the right track to doing that, and I think that that can happen. Everybody's behind them. Yeah. Let's be real, okay? Because they start winning – People who are calling for him to be fired—they're going to be right back in the deal. Oh yeah, you know, like that. All it takes is some winning, and so if they can do that early, they're going to be okay. Who,
1: who are your five losses? Can I just? Well, respond? we're going to go through it. Oh yeah. Okay. okay,
0: so then they have Oklahoma State. I I don't think they win that game. I don't I think, think so, Oklahoma either. State's going to be a really really good team. Oklahoma State is picked seventh in the Big Twelve preseason poll. I think they finish higher than that. Uh, I think Baylor's going to struggle. I think is going to struggle, and I think Oklahoma's really going to struggle once again. Uh, they were terrible last year. I think they're going to be terrible again. Uh, I think Venables is going to get fired, and I think they're going to restart just going into the SEC. That that loss of Lincoln Riley really derailed Oklahoma. They've got something like 90 players with only two years of experience or under. Mm. That's most of your team. Yeah, That's just such a young team. I, I, I don't see them being very great this year. But, yeah, I think they lose to Oklahoma State on homecoming, um, and then they go to Orlando to play UCF for the first time. UCF is a team that's picked 8th uh, in the Big 12. I think that that game is going to be interesting. There's really nothing about it. Nobody's really talking about it. But that's a new team, a place where fans will be able to travel to. I think you'll see a lot of gold and blue in those stands. I think that's a game they can win and probably should win. Yeah. Um,
1: UCF is one of those teams where they kind of had their time in the limelight whenever yeah, they, yeah. Uh, they, they had that one season. Gus where Malzahn
0: they were... is there, the former Auburn coach. I yeah. think that they are you know a program that's building and mm-hmm. so you know i i think that that game's one they can win the byu game which is at home i i don't know that's gonna be a fun game um byu picked 11th in the big 12 i think that's a game that they should win against byu yeah how about you
1: i i would agree yeah but i could i could see that being like a trap game right that's yeah.
0: where i'm at right like Okay, we'll put it as a win on paper, but eh, that's that might be a loss. They're going to beat Norman. In Oc- they're going to beat Oklahoma in Norman. Yes. I, I, I think Oklahoma's going to be terrible. I just talked about that. There, there's no way. Uh, I think they win against Cincinnati. You're finally going to have a regional rival, um, mm-hmm. and, and I'm very excited for that. Uh, that'll be senior day, the last home game of the season. I think they win that, and then I think they lose to Baylor on November 25th. Really? Yes.
1: Even though you think Baylor's going to struggle?
0: I don't think Baylor is really going to struggle like some of these other teams. I think Baylor, they're picked sixth. I think they finish in the top four in the Big mm-hmm. Twelve because I think TCU is going to struggle and I think Oklahoma is really going to struggle. Uh, West Virginia does not play Texas or Kansas State this season, along with Kansas, Iowa State as well. Right. So those are the four teams they're not playing. You know, you got to remember all that conference expansion. Um, really quick, going back to that BYU game. If there's some BYU fans that travel here, they're going to be in a different. World. did
1: you see i think it might have been ethan bach that sent like byu fans walking by the blue lot and it's that meme where the guy has his hands on his head and he's just like he has that shocked look on yeah, his face yeah i mean <laughs> it, yeah
0: it's gonna be it's gonna be something man that that's funny i so we look at the schedule there's a ton of opportunity you're really not traveling anywhere yeah you're going to texas twice three times three times baylor oh yeah baylor's on the road. So you're going to Texas three times. Then outside of that, you're going to Happy Valley up the road. You're not taking a plane to get to Happy Valley. Mm-hmm. You get Duquesne at home. You get Pitt at home. You get Tech at home. You get Oklahoma State at home. You're going to Orlando. Again, an easy place to get to from here. Same time zone, all of that. BYU comes to you. You do go to Norman, but that's about the same as traveling to Texas anyway. Um, so really, we could say they travel to Texas four times. Yeah, They're not going anywhere. Yeah. Very crazy. Anywhere out of the ordinary. So, I, I think 7-5 and five is what this team's going to do. I hope that they can be better than that. Mm-hmm. Again, my expectation is make a bowl game and win it. Yep. That's that's all I want. I And I don't think that that's out of the realm of possibility for this team. You think Neil Brown keeps his job if yes. that happens? Yes, I think Neil Brown keeps his job barring just a terrible, terrible season. Yeah. It, it, you know, they win three or four games, then maybe, you know, he, he gets the call, but... I don't think that's going to happen. I really yeah. don't. You know, obviously we're West Virginia student media, but we are in, like impartial. You know, we, we don't. We're not told to say these things or anything like that. This is our true belief. I've seen this team practice. You know, i I think they're going to be good. We saw what Garrett Green did against Oklahoma. Go back and watch the tape on that. Oh yeah, it, it was unreal. I I just think that this team is so underestimated and the chip on their shoulder that they have. They're going to play tough every single time they go out there. And they have belief. And you have a very favorable schedule with opportunity in it, not too much travel, and, you know, it's there for the taking. They just have to go and do it. If they can be consistent, I think they have a chance. The defense I am worried about, I will say that. Mm -hmm. But they forced a lot of fumbles last season. They just didn't get them all, right? The uh, the offense recovered it. If they can create turnovers on the defensive side – they're going to be able to stay in these games, right? Ben don't break defense. If they're able to do that, if Coach Leslie's able to get that done, I don't see why they can't win seven games. And they win seven games. Seven feels a lot different than six, right? Neil Brown's never won more than six games here at West Virginia. He's got one bowl win. He's never been in the top 25. If they win seven games, that means they will have been in the top 25, I believe. At least for a week. So you break that streak. You break the streak of only winning six games, and then you're playing in a better bowl game. And if you can go win that bowl game, then you've got a lot of momentum moving forward. And with Texas and Oklahoma leaving the Big 12, it's there for the taking as well. Can they do it? I think so. But they need to do it, right? Yeah. Like it, You've got to take it. Yeah. They have the chance to do it. They need to go do it. Yeah,
1: I, I agree. I think I would say the requirement for Neil Brown to keep his job would probably be make a bowl game.
0: Yeah, I I don't think that's yeah. And I
1: I don't think that's yeah, I don't think that's unrealistic at all. No. I just think that that's the I how long can you keep Mountaineer fans I mean of course they're going to come back every year, yeah. but what's the excitement level going to be for a team that just consistently performs middle of the pack?
0: I I mean, I I get that, but you know, my feelings really really changed last season cuz I I was not feeling this way but do you really want to restart again? I don't. yeah, I th- you know there are universities that are super quick to fire these guys, right? I, I yeah. think Venables gets fired this season in Oklahoma. He's there two years, mm-hmm. and he was you know the hero boy. He played there all of those things. yeah, defensive guy. They got routed in the Red River rivalry last year. Like mm-hmm. that can't happen again or he's gone. i I get this is year five. So much has changed over the past five years. When he took the job, none of this stuff was happening. There was no COVID. There was no any of that. And I'm not oh, trying yeah. to make excuses, but it has really, really changed. And so, I mean, are you you can't go get a guy like Dion and flip the whole team at Colorado, right? That's going to be a team yeah. they play next season. Yeah, That is a really, really big risk, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And so then you're like, well, shoot, now we're doing this for another five years? Like, yeah. that that's what would happen. I think you give him the chance— to continue to build this program, there's a lot of people that have hopped back on board because I think they're sa- starting to see that the grass is not always greener and it's going to take longer to restart once again unless you let the guy that's already here that's established a culture. I think there's a great culture right now going into this season, continue that culture and continue to build on that momentum, which I think can happen. Again, they just need to take the opportunity and seize it. So I'm excited to see what happens. Penn State week one's going to tell us a lot, I think. Because if they can hang with Penn State, they're going to be able to hang with just about anybody in the country. Again, I don't expect them to win that game. I don't think many people do. But if they do, my goodness, you want to yeah. talk about belief on oh. campus? Oh. Right. So yeah. it, it's there for them. They have the opportunities. They have a very, very favorable schedule, in my opinion. They have to go do it. And I believe Garrett Green can do it. I think he's going to be a really solid quarterback. Obviously has not been announced as the starter yet. But I assume that's going to happen. And I think Nico looks great, too. Um, He's a guy that's going to be able to play very, very effectively at the college level, hopefully here. Um, And, and, you know, you you don't want to see, you know, an injury or anything like that where Nico's forced to come in. But I think this is Garrett Green's offense this year, and he's going to be able to take it and and, and go do good things with it. So we'll see what happens. But, uh, yeah, week one, Happy Valley. Week two, Duquesne again on U92. Then the backyard brawl's here. Mm Mm-hmm. Game days, man! Be
1: I up. I cannot wait for the backyard. Uh, so back last time game
0: 10. day was here, they did it on the Mountain Lair Green, right? Yeah. Dude, I mean they're gonna have to close High Street. Oh yeah. They're gonna have to close like everything. Yeah. If McAfee is on campus. Yeah. I you know there, you you take any school right? LSU, all you see is Joe Burrow jerseys. Ohio oh, State, yeah. all you see is like Laurenitis which I know is a pull for some people, but there's a lot of 33s still in those stands uh, at Ohio State. But, you know, you have C.J. Stroud, all of those things. Marvin Harrison Jr., who's the best player in college football. Yeah. You see a lot of those. Here, you see a punter. Yeah. Which is just crazy, right? <laughs> no <Nobody laughs> else in the country I don't think is like that. I see a Carl Joseph every once in a while. Well, no, I'm but yeah. the most popular oh, jersey yeah, for sure. by far is McAfee. And then it's like Tavon Austin, yeah. Geno Smith, Pat White, which is great. I love all of those guys. But there's something about McAfee. And if Ren Baker's able to capture that, right? Right when he got hired, McAfee said that he'd already reached out, which did not happen in the last administration. If you're able to bring that guy in, he helps. Legitimize is not the right word, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah, He's got that just effect to him where it's like, yeah, you know, that sounds like a pretty cool place. Yeah. And, and with Morgantown going to be able to be on ABC and they're going to be able to show that, it's going to be pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. It's it's going to be pretty sweet. So the opportunity there for this team this season. They need to seize it. Any final thoughts on them? Uh, I mean,
1: just talking about opportunities, man. It, it's the, there. It, it, the time is
0: now. have got to go take it. 15 em. days from now, it'll be kickoff in Happy Valley. Yeah, I'm ready to go. is going to be great. I,
1: I don't know how I'm going to
0: compose myself in yeah. the press box. i got to right. be honest. It's all right. I gotta,
1: I'm going to be – You're a professional. Yeah, um, I'll be professional.
0: So, switching gears real quick here, I wanted to mention the women's soccer team. Yes. Big 12 champions last year. Started last night down in uh, Durham. Uh, I think that's where Duke is. I don't know. Duke's top yep. five in the country. They lost 2-0, unfortunately. Home opener on Sunday. You can catch that game right here on U92 against St. Francis. I will be on the call. But then next Thursday, I'm very excited about this for a number of reasons. We got the doubleheader. It's the men's opener, and the women are hosting Penn State, one mm. of my favorite games of the year. Uh the said men, Thursday? Yeah, Thursday next week. Okay. Uh, 5 p.m. start on U92 for the West Virginia women's soccer team. Nikki Izzo-Brown's 28th season. She's missed the NCAA tournament once, has never had a losing season, has never not won more than 10 games. She is one of the greatest coaches in West Virginia history, maybe the greatest coach in West Virginia history, and I just want to make sure we, we we notice that, and we talk about that, because she is just so awesome. Um, I'm also very excited, so the Penn State game, there, there's a number of reasons for that, for oh, the yeah. women's soccer team. So, I think, I haven't really looked yet, I'm just hoping, the girl that is going to play goalie was the goalie at my high school. Really? She's in my grade, Yes. I think she's finally playing. It's her third year, so I think she's yeah. ready to go. When we were in high school, I would I would do their games. I did PA there, and I called a couple of them when we put them on YouTube Live and that sort of thing when I was in high school. She had, like, I think it was 13 shutouts in one season. Just insane, the talent level there. So I'm excited, too, because I get to see some old friends and that sort of thing yeah. at Penn State. But obviously, once that game kicks off, it's all about the old golden blue. Mm-hmm. right? Uh, Got it. Yeah, so the men, they opened that night, their regular season against Cal Baptist. They are picked fourth in the Sun Belt preseason poll. West Virginia women also picked fourth in the Big 12, which got a lot better with women's soccer. Mm -hmm. BYU is one of the best teams in the country. They were picked to win it. Uh, On the men's side, it was Kentucky who was picked to win it who ended the season last year for the men. But very excited about uh, West Virginia soccer getting started up. Dick Dalesk is going to be rocking this season. I have no doubt about it. Um and, and then you know volleyball is also getting started here. School's going, man. Yeah, we start quite early. Yeah, right. Like I got a lot of friends that go to Ohio State. They haven't even moved in yet. Right, we that's crazy. We've had two days of class. I can't imagine right? that. Yeah. Cincinnati doesn't start till next week. Like it, it's it's wild out there, man. But yeah. uh, we're on campus here having fun in Morgantown. And uh, I'm just ready to get going. You know, oh, me too. I, I'm already excited for the basketball to start. I love the women's basketball team. I think they're going to be good this season. Mark Kellogg's a dude, mm-hmm. in my opinion, a great coaching hire. Uh, coming off what was a great season last year with Coach P. Mm-hmm. That ended wildly. That was just that crazy. Was, that was crazy. But I think Kellogg's a really good coach. Uh, I forget where he was. It was one of the Texas smaller Texas schools. Um, but he won 25 games every single year there. Uh, Stephen F Austin that's that's right thank God okay <laughs> Stephen yeah one more than 25 games all, every single year he was there yeah I think it's a very solid hire. I think he's going to be successful in the big 12 on the women's basketball side you know there were a lot of first year coaches last year that all found success early so I'm hoping Kellogg can continue that streak. Uh, and then on the men's side, I think Eilert's gonna do some good things. I I think so too. You know, I think I, just having the culture and, and, of and and it, it yeah. does seem that he's planning to be here for more than just year based off of what's going so. on. They still have one of the best transfer portal classes in the country. Yeah. Um Gee mentioned that earlier. Yeah. He said today well, he said
1: he I believe jokingly said that he told Iler that you know if you win the national championship we'll keep you around but I asked him we asked him or well that was Rachel who asked him are there any specific goals or uh things that need to be met he said well he's got to keep recruiting well yeah and he needs to just make sure his kids do well in the classroom he didn't mention even any season Okay. Accolades. Well, I think that that just says you know. Yeah. I think I, I, he has confidence in him, and yeah. I think Mountaineer fans should have. I think confidence Ren Baker does. Too.
0: Ren Baker. He, he searched nationally, and he said, "You know what? I got my guy right here." Yeah. Um. Again, I mean, I was like ready to cry. I think I did cry a couple times. I'm not gonna lie. I I love I love the bear. Yeah. Uh, Huggins is my guy, and you know it's unfortunate what happened and what's currently happening. Hopefully, uh, here in a year or so. We'll be able to put that statue outside of the Coliseum and put his name on the court. Mm-hmm. Um, his signature, by the way, one of my favorite in history. Right up there with John Jay. Yeah. The old and the big old, B- oh man, mm-hmm. come on. Give me a yep. break. Uh, so, yeah, we're, we're ready. Let's go. Uh, uh, yeah. Some of the other cool things happening this year with sports. Uh, I'm very excited. I don't I don't even know if anybody else. Is. I know I will be there every single day. Big 12 Championships for swimming and diving are in Morgantown. Oh, First that's right. time we've ever hosted anything like that. The Olympic trials for diving will also be here in Morgantown by the way. Freaking awesome. Yeah. Um but I you know, I run swi- uh, swimming's a big part of my life. So to have that here in Morgantown, I cannot wait. Uh still mad at my little brother he didn't come and swim here, but mm. that's you know, a conversation for another day. <laughs> he chose to go to Virginia Tech which nobody likes. <laughs> Unfortunately, God, that guy. You know what he did? You'll appreciate this. What's that? Little brother Tucker uh-huh. got his first tattoo. Yeah. He got Darth Vader's lightsaber on his hip like it's in the deal. Oh, that's dope. It, it's th- that's pretty, I'll show you the picture of that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so that's what the little brother did uh, the night before he went yeah, to college. Th- I, I love that. <laughs> I, I do love that. That's
1: really cool. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, at this point he went to vod but uh you know, other than that, that's all right. Mm-hmm. Um but that's gonna be awesome to have Big Twelves here for swimming and diving and you know, we've got some new new uh opponents coming into the Coliseum for various sports, coming into Dick Delesque for various sports. Um it, it it's gonna be very, very fun. Uh a fun year here at West Virginia. Yep. Lots of hope, lots of opportunity for teams to find success. Um there was one other thing I wanted to Oh, Randy Mays, his last year. Yeah. Uh have you seen the mock MLB drafts.
1: Oh yeah, like Weatherholt number Weatherholt. one. Yeah, what? Oh, I
0: saw number two. I saw number one. in That's one crazy. Of, it's it's wild. Baseball is going to yeah. be fun. Uh, they're going to be good. And then obviously the U ninety two teams are are going to be gearing up and ready to go for these intramurals. Uh, oh, uh, it's oh, going to be great. It's going to be a great great year here on the campus of West Virginia University. We're excited to have you join us. Make sure you follow us on Twitter. We're going to get that going again. Uh, at Fairbanks to WVU. <laughs> and uh, Luke and I will be very active on there like we usually are. Um, we, we we were both pretty busy over the summer. Yep. So, you know, and we don't get paid over the summer. Sorry, I had to say that. I do. Oh, must be nice. Well,
1: no, I, I get paid per article.
0: Oh, must be nice. Yeah. Nice. My Good.
1: final paycheck was for like 22 bucks. There you go, yeah. baby.
0: You're like a writer in Hollywood bank. getting residual checks for $10 on the... Yeah. I'm, picking, oh up a, I'm picking
1: up a job this semester. Dude. Oh, wow. I, I didn't tell you that. Where are you working? Peace, love, and little donuts. Uh,
0: no idea what that is, but it's that the, sounds delicious.
1: Our, our editor-in-chief, Jules, works there. All it's, right, uh, so it's you'll be bringing
0: the, donuts over for the Tan Man on Friday a, mornings could, when we're here to be. record. Yeah. <laughs> sounds it, good it to it me. Could have it could happen. As long as there's no Diet Coke involved. <laughs> oh, man, I'm dying. It's it's tough out here, dude. Yeah. It's tough. You going through withdrawals? Oh, dude, I did. It was bad. Really? I was an angrier than i usually am <laughs> like on edge it was terrible terrible oh man oh my god yeah. I, I would like use it as like mouthwash so i could just get that taste in my oh, mouth oh my God that's was hilarious. so bad <laughs> 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 i'm trying man i'm doing the best i can here oh, yeah. it's, it's brutal brutal yeah oh god not, great. not yeah. great. So follow us on Twitter, Fairbanks Please subscribe, share it with your friends, all that good stuff. Uh it's the MSI podcast brought to you by West Virginia Student Media. We'll be here every Friday of the year, and maybe some bonus episodes dropping in every now and again. Um I'm trying to maybe see if we do a little uncensored podcast. Sounds fun to me. Yeah. That might not go in this podcast feed, but <laughs> God, the stories we could tell. <laughs> I tell you. We've been having a lot of fun catching up. And uh just talking about old times, man. I, I tell you what. I tell you what. Uh, it's fun out here at Student Media. Orientation's on Sunday. Uh, yeah. All right. That's great. We've had fun today. Hope you enjoyed the show. Longer than usual. A little football preview for you. We'll have way more uh, when we you know, get the starting quarterback named and that sort of stuff and that depth chart's released, uh, as well as Penn State's and, and getting into all of that. Uh, but we're ready to go, baby. We're back. Absolutely.
1: Get the... Get the Michael Jordan-style uh, press oh, release. Yeah,
0: yeah, sounds good to me. We're Pu- back. Push it on Twitter. Oh, yeah. I, I actually love that idea. We need to do it. There that. we go. Well, make it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how to make it. Can't wait for a donut now. I hate sweets, but that's fine. Yeah. That's all right. They're, they're like this big. Yeah, the, the can listeners can really see that. Yeah. About the size of a garlic knot. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Those are delicious, too. All right, sounds good. We'll be back next week. It's Mountain Sports Insider right here.